when it comes to being stuck and feeling stuck and stagnant and all of this energy, that's not the energy of creativity. That's not the energy of being a visionary, being a leader. That is repetitive motion because you are in your comfort zone. So what is something that we can do to shake you up and to get you outside of your comfort zone? That means resting. And that means taking a step back for a lot of business owners. It's actually more uncomfortable to rest than it is to do things. Like maybe let's actually just take a step back and allow you to rest enough and receive enough to where you can feel inspired to come back and you have a much higher level of potency than you did before. Hello, hello, and welcome to House of Low. I'm Low, and I am on a mission to create safe spaces to help every single woman on this earth feel her power, live from her truth, find her magic, and discover a love for herself so deeply that it opens her up to love others, step into her purpose, and live life abundantly. I'm so excited you have found your way here. Thank you for joining me. Here we go. Oh, I'm so excited to have my girl on today, Chelsea Mern, who is a business mentor, and she has an incredible brand called Expand with Chelsea, which go follow her because it's amazing. But I'm so honored to have you on, babe. Today's tea is on a lot about space, creating space, infusing more of divine feminine energy into the life that we're creating and our business and leaning more into creativity, which I feel like everybody talks about, but few actually live out. So I'm so excited that you're here, babe. Thank you for making the time. Yes. I am so excited to be here. And I think you're so right. I don't think enough people make enough time for creativity. And especially if you are somebody like a business owner, this is a highly creative process. I mean, you're always, and you're constantly responding to events and to stimulus inside your environment. And if you don't have enough space and time to respond, you're restricted. And then all of a sudden you feel stuck and you feel like your creativity, you can't access it. Yes. So how else are we supposed to access it rather than slowing down? You know, there's so many ways to build a business. And I really think that all of the action that we take shows the universe what type of business we would like. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of examples out there of people who can build businesses by working really hard and a lot of hours. Yes. Yes. And if that's the type of business you want, awesome. But there's also another alternative. You can build a business that actually feels good for you and allows you enough space and time to feel creative, to show up when you want to by not working very much and still make a lot of money. And that's the second camp is what I'm here for. That's right. So powerful. Mic drop already. (laughs) I would love for you to talk about a little bit about your business and kind of what you do and also anything that you're excited about right now. Yes. Okay. So I started my business about three years ago as a rock climbing coach. So I've been rock climbing for about 15 years now. And I was, (laughs) yeah, it's like my biggest passion in life alongside running my business. I think they're actually tied at this point, but I got into climbing and it was the first thing that I was ever good at. So I was like, okay, we're doing this thing. Like I finally feel like I'm a natural at something. So that (laughs) stuck. And yeah, I was so lost after college. I mean, I didn't even know what I wanted to do going into college. And I just felt like this is the path. This is what you do. You go to college. And I was like, okay, I kind of just feeling like I'm just like blowing in the wind here. Like I majored in some things that were just easy for me. Yeah. And then after graduating, I was like, well, what now? What am I supposed to do? So I went into the climbing industry and worked some jobs that were frankly 
underpaying and it was just really, it wasn't satisfying work. I knew that I wasn't living up to my purpose. I was really frustrated with myself and I actually ended up quitting that direction. And then I started working at a grocery store and that was kind of the final straw. I was like, I'm a college educated woman. I have a lot of passion and I'm working at a grocery store. Like, is this what I saw for my life? So at that point I got so sick of my own shit. And I was like, you know what? I've always wanted to run a business. I've always wanted to work for myself. I kind of consider myself unemployable because I am a total rebel. I don't follow the rules. So I was like, I'm just going to try it. Why not? So I started my business and within three months of starting my business, I was able to go full-time. I had actually tripled my income from my full-time job, started working for myself. Yeah. started working for myself. I hit right after you made that shift. Mm -hmm. Yep. Wow. Yep. Hit six figures within the first year. And then I was like, okay, we're in it. We're in this thing. And ever since I've been running a business about a year and a half ago, I realized okay, I kind of actually like running a business more than I like talking about rock climbing. And I was like, oh God, what does this mean? And I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll start to take on some business clients and just try on this side of things because I feel like I have this knack for running a business. And now that I see how things have played out, I was like, well, climbing coaching was really just to get my foot in the door of starting a business, but helping people run and grow their businesses is truly what I was meant for. Like, this is me in my element. It's the thing I'm obsessed with. Like, I always want to talk about it. Somehow the conversation always comes back around to growing a business, (laughs) even with people that don't have businesses. Yeah. And I made the decision at the beginning of the year, at the beginning of 2022 to go full-time into business mentoring. So this is what I do. I completely released all timing coaching, which was really scary because that's where I was making about 50% of my revenue at that point. Right. And I was just like, you know what? Like, this is the direction that I need to go. And I use a bunch of different modalities like brain rewiring and energy healing to help my clients. And this is just what brings me so much joy. And I feel so thankful every single day to wake up and do this. Oh, oh, it's so powerful. I think what's beautiful about a lot of us, and actually just to give a little background, Chelsea and I are in what we call the vortex. It's this group of badass women who are entrepreneurs and we talk about everything in life. I feel like we hardly talk about business. We talk about all the other stuff that blocks us in business, like relationships, (laughs) but um, we're in this incredible like spiritual coaching group that when we all just support each other and it's so magical. And I have to say, I feel like a lot of us are redefining entrepreneur. There's so much like I sometimes roll my eyes at like how people define an entrepreneur, like a real entrepreneur never went to college. A real entrepreneur has multiple businesses. A real entrepreneur is not a business owner. It's like no one can actually say what a real entrepreneur is. Mm -hmm. It is a day-to-day journey. And also it's going to shift so much throughout our lifetime. It really feels like with your story, you continue to like redefine what it means to have your own business and to be an entrepreneur. Talk to me about your perspective on that. Oh, this is such a good question. So, I mean, for me, I think a lot about, okay, so if this thing that I'm doing didn't work out, which I think actually is a question that stops a lot of people from even starting in the first place, but I truly believe in my ability to sell anything. And I'm like, you know what? It doesn't matter what it is. Like if I, for some reason, the business coaching thing didn't work out, I know that I could sell t-shirts or whatever it was like branded t-shirts. I'm like, I would kill, I would be so good at that. Like I would kill the game. 
Yeah. And I think it really comes back to it's trust in yourself and it's understanding yeah. that yes, happiness is a huge driver. We want to really love what it is that we're doing. And for me, I've really been connecting the dots a lot between the work that I do and how it helps the world as a whole, because at the core of it, happiness is the point. That's the entire point of why we're doing this. Because when we are happier as business owners, we radiate that happiness onto other people, therefore raising the entire vibration of the consciousness. So for me, that's kind of what I've come to. But I also believe that as an entrepreneur, like you are not designed to fit in a box. So if you're trying to label Uh, yourself, if you're trying to confine yourself and still operate within the parameters of a nine to five, by having that definition, you know, when people ask you, what is it that you do? Like for me, it's even hard to answer that question sometimes because I'm like, honestly, I do everything. Like I have so many skills and I do it all, Yes, but here are the things that are especially lighting me up right now. So yeah, yeah, I I really like that question. And I think, you know, it's understanding that sometimes, and you asked me earlier, and now I remember your your question about what's lighting me up right now. I think it's the whole conversation around creativity and just understanding how crucial rest is. This hit me, I think the last couple of weeks, like you've witnessed me in the vortex in Voxer being like, holy shit, I finally understand what rest is. (laughs) It's like, it's been 30 years, but I get it now. Like I I shut my eyes. Wow. (laughs) What a What a revelation. (laughs) I took a nap for the first time in 15 years. You know, we've been conditioned with society and culture telling us that the more you do, the more worthy you are. And then you step into the role of business owner or entrepreneur, and all of a sudden everything is on you. And if you don't give yourself that built-in rest, if you don't give yourself that permission and start seeking your validation and your worth from other places, from your internally you're going to burn yourself out. It's not going to be a fun time and you're and not, it's not you. going to be sustainable. Yeah. And a lot of us get caught up in, I can go forever. And I, you know, and then it hits us out of nowhere. And we're reminded that we're in a physical body that needs a lot of love and attention yep. and that we're evolving and changing and aging every single day. And I just think that a lot of people are not asking themselves, how do I build a business that serves me? They're serving their business. And we talk about this all the time. And it's a mind shift to think about that. Like our business exists to serve us, not the other way around. We're in service to others, but only if the business itself as like a container serves us. And I think, yeah, what you've been talking a lot about with rest and, and just really letting yourself slow down has been so expansive and powerful for all of us. I'm really curious to when you think about right now, because I know you coach a lot of different people, but for women specifically, what is something you want to speak directly to them about when it comes to, especially if they've been in their business for a little bit and they're feeling maybe stagnant or you know, there's competition or there's all this, maybe they've had disruption in their business or they're not feeling connected to it. Mm-hmm. What would you say to them? Yes. Okay. So I want you to list out every single thing that you have been telling yourself that you have to do. And then I want you to look at that list and I want you to question it because none of those things are accurate. You do not need to do any of those things because when it comes to being stuck and feeling stuck and stagnant and all of this energy, that's not the energy of creativity. That's not the energy of being a visionary, being a leader. That is repetitive motion because you are in your comfort zone. So what is something that we can do to shake you up and to get you outside of your comfort zone 
even if, and a lot of the times, especially that means resting. And that means taking a step back for a lot of business owners. It's actually more uncomfortable to rest than it is to do things. Like you're really good at doing things. Like maybe let's actually just take a step back and allow you to rest enough and receive enough to where you can feel inspired to come back and you have a much higher level of potency than you did before. And it's not just forcing yourself to show up day after day after day because you're telling yourself that you have to. Yeah. Telling yourself that you have to. It's amazing what we, again, a lot of this stuff is learned behavior from social, how entrepreneurs show up. And then a lot of it is also scarcity. Talk to me about your perspective on scarcity because you know we talk about abundance here all the time. And I said this to a few of my friends who are also, you know, entrepreneurs, you know, coming up in corporate America, I know the scarcity is there, but I think that entrepreneurs have more scarcity than anybody. I think it's because of the venture capital cycle in a lot of ways. Now you got the conversation around the economy, which we don't subscribe to poverty consciousness. So we're out of that combo. I do think there is something to be said for scarcity as this, like, and it's very subconscious, you know, Mm -hmm. so talk to me about your perspective on that. Yes. So in my mind, scarcity goes right along with fear. So if you are looking at the decisions that you're making throughout the day, you know, whether that decision is to post to social media or to reach out to that person or not, and you really ask yourself, you really get honest with yourself. Where is this decision coming from? Is this coming from fear, fear that I'm going to miss out, fear that this opportunity is not going to come around again, fear that if I don't do this thing, something won't happen. Or is it actually coming from love? Because you want to share your message, because you want to help other people, because you actually, you know, want to prioritize yourself and take a step back and give yourself that rest. And I think once we actually get clear on that, there are so many business owners that do not take action because they are afraid. And while that is valid, it will keep you stuck and it will keep you exactly where you're at. And I always tell people, I know this is cliche, but if you look back on your life a year from now, what do you want to be proud of yourself for making a decision about? What do you want to have said? I made that decision and I I was afraid, but I did it anyway. And for me, I think this is why I love rock climbing so much because it honestly scares the shit out of me. (laughs) And it's like, here's the thing is like, we think that we have to like dive off the deep end and like do the scariest thing possible. Right. But what about baby steps? Like what is one thing that I can do to get out of my comfort zone? What is one thing that I can do that scares me so that I can actually expand my tolerance for discomfort? like a micro risk, mm-hmm. you know, exactly. And it's fascinating because what we will think is a risk ends up being the greatest expander. We experience this all the time, but also it's not even that risky when we actually let ourselves break it down. Mm-hmm. So I love that you took it there and it's such a practical grounded, like that's an action that an entrepreneur right now could take. So I, I just love that. And that leads me to, we talk a lot about divine feminine and divine masculine energy. And again, just to state it for everyone, we all hold both energies within us. Talk to me specifically about the divine feminine, how you've made shifts with expanding your divine feminine energy throughout your whole life this year. Cause I know you've been through a lot of shifts this year and also of course, how it's playing into your business. But I would just love to hear like your perspective on actually embodying more of your divine feminine energy. 
Yes. This is such a timely question because I feel like if we had talked about this even a week ago, I would have a completely different answer, but I've I've become like an entirely different person in the last week because I've had so many realizations around feminine energy. So to give a little bit of like background and context, I am the oldest of four kids. So I have been like in a babysitter role, caretaker role since I was very, very young Mm -hmm. around age three or four. So I've had a lot of responsibility my entire life, which means I've been in my masculine for a very long time. So that's what's comfortable for me, but it's not what's natural. And it's not a home state for me. I have a feminine core. So at my core, I want to be taken care of. I want to be supported. So for a very long time, I've been in this wounded masculine state of overgiving and essentially trying to control everybody around me by overgiving. You know, if I can get them to like me, then I'll get what I want or I'll receive love. So then when it comes to business, this is where it gets difficult to actually take a step back and rest because we're so used to overworking, overgiving, not having any boundaries. And what I realized this last week was, oh my God, I need to do inner child healing because inner child healing is feminine energy because children are in their feminine. They're creative. They're intuitive. They're in the flow. They don't care what you're doing tomorrow. They just want to play and have fun. And they want to be in the moment. So I actually, you know, this is really funny. I implemented what I call a mandatory monthly inner child healing day inside my business. This is now like policy. Like there's no, yeah, you can't get around this. Like it has to be on a weekday too. So it has to be during the normal work week. And you take an entire day and you do everything that your inner child wants. So I'm somebody that doesn't like, I don't have memories of my childhood before age 12. So a lot of this was me getting to know my inner child. And I always had a really hard time with inner child work before. Cause I was like, I just don't have memories. Like, I don't know what I used to like to do when I was younger, because I just, I don't have access to that. Yeah. And a lot of this has just been experimentation. Like what sounds fun? Like the other day I went clothes shopping and bought something that my 15 year old self would have really loved. It was like this nice, oh, soft sweatshirt. Yeah. And then I went to the bookstore and then it was just like this entire day where I just did exactly what I wanted. And the next day inside my business, I was like, I feel so good. Like, I feel so creative. I put out like two podcast episodes, so much content, like seriously, like blazed through all of the things that I had on my to-do list. And I was like, this is the secret. The secret is rest because when you rest, you actually replenish your cup so that you can show up that much more powerfully. It's like when I used to work with climbers and people that train and work out a lot, it's like trying to work out every single day of the week. And when you're working out, you're not actually getting stronger. You're breaking your muscles down and it's the rest, the rest that makes you stronger. So that finally clicked for me after three years of business. And I feel like for me, yeah, embodying my divine feminine has kind of been like a crux of my entire life because I've spent so much time misaligned and not in it, but I feel like I finally got it. And I gave myself full permission to just any time that I feel like I'm forcing any time that I feel like I'm pushing, you know, maybe that is something like writing content or whatever it is. I'm just going to give myself permission to dip out. Great. We're going to come back to this later when I feel like, no, you hit a Mm -hmm. block, you know, there's a block. And I just love that. I need to do that ASAP every month, probably twice a month. I really see that as being something to to really look forward to and to also change up what you do in that time frame. Like this whole like work and play, like they're two separate lanes. I do think a lot of us are rebuilding because it's like work, play, life. Okay, but how does that integrate? Because we're not, you know, and I think as projectors in human design, like we really see this, like it doesn't quite 
line up that way. You can have all kinds of schedules for yourself, but you wake up and you might not be in the mode to adhere to the same schedule you did for the last two weeks. So I just love that. And I love that we're redefining how to use our energy better in our business. Cause we really only have, I don't want to say like finite resources, but like in a given day we're dipped out at like 2 PM, we're done. Like our brains, like yeah. it's over unless yeah, we're like, I'm good here. We're good. Yeah, Shut it down. Know, <laughs> some people are better at night, but I think ultimately we only have certain reserves of energy on a daily basis. And that's what we talk a lot about in our group is like how we're actually distributing our energy and using our energy. And I know you're also our energy healer. So I would just love to hear your perspective on energy as a business yes. owner and how to like kind of shift people's minds when they think about their energy. Such a good question. So, I mean, if you think about it, energy is your most precious resource. Like you're just not going to get that back. It's the only one that you can't get back. Right. And I think when it comes to energy, a lot of the times we have a lot of work that we can do around boundaries, who gets access to us, where we spend our time. I mean, shit, the other week I actually downloaded a time tracking app because I was like, I feel like I'm not being efficient enough. And as a projector, that is like one of our major things where we're like, oh my God, we just, we have to do things the most efficient way. And I realized that I was spending two extra hours a day writing emails because I was also trying to multitask at the same time. And I was like, absolutely not. Like, where am I going to get that time back? So once I actually took responsibility for, okay, this is the, the way that I'm spending my time then I was able to set boundaries around it. So I think first of all, it's just getting really honest with Uh, what do I want for my life? What do I actually want my life to look like? Because if you don't know that, there's not a lot that you can do after that. For me, I mean, I've moved many, many times in the last year, but I have moved to a place that I've always wanted to live in. It's absolutely beautiful. I can go climbing right outside my door, 10 minute drive, and I have access to it all the time. So I realized, you know what? I want my life to look like this. I want it to be very accessible for me. I want things to feel fun and like I can be spontaneous. So I have to take action and responsibility in order to create that reality for myself. And that included breaking up with my ex-boyfriend that included moving out of my apartment that included a lot of hard and difficult decisions and fear and moving through those. Because if you don't have the life that you want right now, it's time to take a look at how you're spending your energy because what you are energizing is what will create your reality. So if you are energizing things and you are looking at your reality and you're like, this isn't what I want, it's time to pull back and actually ask yourself again, what have I been telling myself that I have to do? People that I have to spend time around because in reality, you don't. You get to make those decisions. And a lot of the times we're doing a lot of things out of obligation. We're doing things because we're afraid of what other people are gonna think of us. And when you really come back to yourself in your own personal truth and you tune into the vibration of love, we no longer need fear around those things. Because if you are acting out of love for yourself, love for other people, boundaries are just an invitation for somebody to get to know you better. They are not a barrier to other people. They are actually inviting people in closer because they actually know how we operate. That's right. Oh, Mic drop, mic drop. And I think, you know, what we talk about all the time in our group is the biggest shifts require us to make changes that seem scary. But on the other side of that, a portal opens up of opportunity, abundance, inner peace, energy, expansion. And I just, I'm on the verge of that as well, as you know. And it's like, it really is a risk. But at the same time, I love how you highlighted whatever you're energizing right now, if you feel every day sort of off 
or sad or resentful or depressed or just in a state of stress all the time, something has to change. And that feeling doesn't just go away. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people bury it with all kinds of things we can numb ourselves down with, but even that it doesn't go away. And I think we've experienced a lot of shifts in our group this year so far, because we've seen it play out before when we've made shifts and we have that, like we trust in that way, but it's still scary no matter what, no matter how many times you've taken those risks or made those shifts. But I love that you said, you know, you cleared out a lot and now there's room for new and now your energy can be leveraged or leaned into in a different way. Is yeah, that- exactly. Like, you know, if you want something different, the first thing to do is to release. I tell this to all of my clients. It's very rare that business owners need to add more to their plate. It's much more common that we need to release things that we've been telling ourselves that we have to do to create the space to then do other things and bring other things in. Oh, it's that simple. Like it's truly that simple. And the simpler the business, the more money it brings in most mm-hmm. of the time. I mean, it's exactly. Talk to me about money specifically and what you teach and preach on money as an energy when it comes to entrepreneurs. Yes. So I think a really good example of this and the way that I like to think about money is if we actually look at like the current gas prices right now, and this is a conversation that I've had in a couple of my groups lately is like, okay, well, how do you thought shift around the gas prices right now? Like they're insane. And I say, you know what? Like if I am living in a place with gas prices that are inflated, it's because I know the universe has plans to take care of me. I have chosen to live in a tourist town that is more expensive than other places to live. And I know that's because there is more coming in for me to be supported. It is not actually my job to know how that's going to happen. And asking, how is this going to happen? How is this all going to work out? Is what gets you stuck and it gets you caught in the weeds and it actually doesn't allow you to take action. Manifesting is not asking how. Manifesting is just trusting and saying, you know what? I'm led to this for a reason because the things that I desire also desire me. Oh, I'm led to this for a reason. That's so powerful. Obviously, us spiritual people, (laughs) we talk about this stuff openly, but this is happening for everyone, whether they're aware of it or not. It's like this undercurrent of awareness and knowing that we can't explain. Therefore, a lot of people, I just think they're like, I can't explain it. So it must not be real. It's in my head. And I really believe that you're right. There's always these, like we're led to these places and with money specifically, so many entrepreneurs have blocks to money. They're not open to receive because they don't have the energy to hold more money. And I'm obsessed with this concept right now. And it's something I'm going to be teaching more. And I know, you know, a lot about this, but it's like, if a million dollars came through right now, could any of us really hold it? Because money is energy. You know, it's like receiving love from a a romantic partner, someone Mm -hmm. who's actually a vibrational match to us that actually would come in and be open and emotionally intelligent. Could we really receive that if we're not in a certain place energetically? And with money, it's literally the exact same thing. You know, I would encourage everybody who's talking about the inflation stuff and the gas prices and all of that. The more you talk about that, you're energizing that as your reality. Because there's a lot of people in economic downturns that kill it in business. And we have to ask ourselves, hmm, why? And it's not just because their business made sense for the economic downturn. It's because they were subscribed to abundance consciousness, whether they called it that or not, you know? And so I just love that you really said, what is the reality you're energizing? 
powerful. Yes. Powerful yes. Stuff. And I mean, you said it too, with money is energy and money wants to go where it feels welcomed, where yeah. it feels like yeah. there's gratitude. I mean, we can literally measure emotions. So the more yeah. time that you spend in happiness, love, joy, abundance, the more you're going to magnetize to you naturally. The more time that you're spending in embarrassment, shame, guilt, fear, the more that you're actively pushing money away. So this is where tools like brain rewiring really come in and they're really helpful for starting to rewire your negative pathways around money. For me, one of my big ones was I was tied into thinking that the more I worked, the more money I made because I came from working an hourly job and it made sense there. But when you're an entrepreneur, you're going to run out of hours in a day. You're going to hit burnout. It's not going to be a good time for anybody. And I actually rewired this thought into, you know what? The less I work, the more I make. So this is my new normal. Like the less I work, the more money I make. And the more I repeat that to myself, the more opportunities come my way. I was off of social media all weekend and I opened my DMs and three people were like, hey, I was interested in this offer. Is this something that you're still doing? And I was like, awesome. You know, that's confirmation for me that the less I do, the more I receive, because if we don't create space to receive, AKA rest and creativity and all of the feminine energy that we've been talking about, we're not going to be able to hold it. Mm, Perfect place to end. Wow. Okay. Before we go, I want to ask you a couple of my rapid fire questions because I want people to get to know a little more about you. (laughs) Okay. Give me one word that describes you and your essence. Ooh, I think expansive. Like I am an expander for so many people. I mean, that's part of why I named my business Expand with Chelsea. I I really believe that that's why I was put here on this earth is to help people see a new way of doing things. Yes, I would agree with that. You expand us all. (laughs) What is your mantra for life? Ooh, Oh, this is a good one. I want to say it's the less I work, the more I make, but I feel like there's a a bigger one with relationships I have yet to unlock. So it's a work in progress. We'll call it. I like the less I work, the more I make. That is bomb. Projector. (laughs) I was like, this is the projector life. (laughs) You're like, I'm embodying the projector life. Finally. Okay. (laughs) Took a while, but we're here. (laughs) Okay. What ritual makes you feel gorgeous? Ooh. Oh my gosh. Okay. This is such a good one. So actually I've been loving morning Oracle card pulls and meditation. And I spend like an hour and a half doing it. And it is Uh, like the best fucking thing because (laughs) then the entire rest of the day, I'm like, I'm good. Like my guides and I talked this morning and I have like all the guidance I could ever need. Like it just really puts me in this place of immense gratitude and reflection, self-development work. It's like when I feel like I'm ticking a lot of the boxes on the things that I want to do and like actually moving my life forward, that is what allows me to show up powerfully. And for there, I'm like, I feel fucking awesome. Like I can really put myself out into the world. And then also I like to take a significant amount of time getting ready, <laughs> like an hour. Yeah, yes, <laughs> Why not? Why I'm not? Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Those are beautiful. And I think when you really take time for a spiritual practice like that in the morning or whenever, it just brings us back to how taken care of we really are. Our mind will convince us that we're on the verge of tragedy all hours of the day. There's no time. And yep. that's rare. We're not really mm-hmm. that often on the verge of like everything falling apart, but the mind is just so powerful in that way. And I love that in the morning, you know, cause it just, it reminds you that you're so taken care of. That's all yeah. any of us want to know is, are we on the right path? Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. Am I doing um, the right things? Yep. Yes. Yes. Okay. Last one, babe. What nourishment brings you the most joy? Like what way that you nourish yourself brings you the most 
joy specifically? I would say, I mean, I'm going to maybe take it out of context, but honestly, like being outside, like Uh, climbing and just, I moved to one of the most, like I can see snow-capped mountains right outside my window. Like I moved to one of the most beautiful places I've ever been. And every single day, like I promised my dog who's very high energy. I was like, we're going to go on one big outdoor adventure every single day that we live here, no matter what the weather. So just like keeping that promise to him and being outside because yeah, we can convince ourselves that there's no time for anything. I don't have enough time to meditate. I don't have enough time to get ready. Like I just got to do all these things. And at the end of the day and at the end of your life, you're not going to be like, wow, I really wish I would have spent more time working. Like, I really wish I would have enjoyed where I was in the moment. And for me, it's a lot about lately being present. Like, can I be present in the moment? Can I go on more walks without my phone? And actually getting to know what's going on in my head. I think a lot of people don't spend enough time alone and don't spend enough time in our heads. I mean, we're doing everything that we can to distract ourselves. So the more that I get to know myself, the better I feel. So I would say outside time for me is a non-negotiable. Oh, beautiful place to end. Thank you. Thank you, my love, for being here. You imparted so many grounded rituals and practices for everyone to try in their life and apply to their business. And I'm so honored and grateful. Thank you for providing so much value today. Thank you for expanding us all, which is what you do best. I would love for you to let people know where they can like connect with you. And also if you have anything that you want to plug any offers or programs right now that you want people to know about. Yes. Okay. Awesome. So I have a free meditation on connecting to the consciousness of your business. That is really powerful. You're absolutely going to love it. Kind of like we were mentioning, like we are not our businesses. We are two separate entities. It is our job to be a steward of our business. It is not our job to be a micromanager or to control the way that the business shows up in the world. So if you're wanting to speak to your business and speak to your offers coming out, I would highly recommend downloading that meditation. And I am probably the most active on Instagram. I'm at expand with Chelsea. And then I also do have my own podcast expanded by, and that's going to be going through a rebrand relatively soon. Going to change the name, but the content will be the same. We talk all things business growth, very tangible tips for growing your business at any level. And podcasting, I would say is probably my favorite medium. I love to talk and it's just, I think it's just honestly so powerful to listen to the ways that people do things and then take those tips and apply them in your life. So those are the main places. Oh, I love it. And I agree with you. Just listening to someone talk, you can shift your energy and your vibration and it's so powerful. So thank you for the work you do in the world. And thank you for just your spirit and your soul. I'm so honored and grateful to know you, my love. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for listening to House of Low today. I encourage you to keep going. Who you're becoming is on the horizon and who you are today is a gift. Never lose sight that you are worthy of all that you deeply desire. Love, love.